Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at iamcannabisativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at iamcannabisativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at iccativapod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing and you find yourself coming around often, please become a Patreon supporter of this podcast and support us. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to HTTPS anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I see sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Hey y'all, Mrs. Sativa here. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Um, so I decided again to put my money where my mouth is and to, to showcase some activism live in the field. So, um, so I'm going to read to you the testimony I submitted for public comment period, um, for the USDA for their new, um, regulations regarding hemp and um total thc um in short the total thc levels are going to make it practically untenable for most of the cbd that's currently on the market right now across the united states to be sold because it'll be it'll be deemed too too high in thc it'll be deemed too hot and and the only products that the farmers will really be able to cultivate on such short notice or or cultivate at all is, um, CBG, which is another cannabinoid that, um, that when made in flower form can be bred with, I think, like 0.1% THC. So it, it, it would be under their total THC, but, um, not, not all the places I buy hemp from sell CBG. I've yet to, um, purchase it. I'm, I'm, I'm in for some, some CBG. I, I really do want to try it. I might, uh, might make it a late birthday present for if there are if there are enough um black friday sales um on 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 hemp i'm probably going to i'll probably try to get myself an eighth or a, a quarter if if i could swing it but an eighth of of cbg and see how that is but that'll be the only thing you can really grow if um the usda has its way at the moment with what with the current regulation it's currently proposing so let me read my letter and my testimony that I submitted to the um, folks at the USDA. Dear USDA, hope all is well. My name is Dan Scotland, and I'm a law-abiding, tax-paying medical marijuana patient in the state of Massachusetts. I've been using CBD as I can afford it to treat my arthritis and chronic pain. Prior to the 
signing of the 2018 farm bill, I purchased, I was purchasing CBD from a state legal dispensaries and stores for a huge markup of a price and had very little control over what I got. But thanks to the 2018 farm bill, which has opened up shop for vendors around the country, I have been able to get my CBD from various sources that have been compliant with the 0.3% THC regulations stated in the 2018 farm bill. As such, I have been able to help take my health into my own hands by processing raw CBD material into tinctures and remedies to treat my pain for a price that is tenable to me. And I know that I'm not the only one. These restrictions on total THC will strangle this nascent industry and the many farmers and processors that provide medicine to patients like myself. Please keep or increase total THC limits to what is favorable to the farmers and processors, and most importantly, the taxpaying voting citizen. It would be also great to fully take this into my own hands. I would love to see a provision, I would love to see a provision that is added to the farm bill to allow for home cultivation of a few 0.3% THC hemp plants. I really hope you take this into consideration. Sincerely, Dan Scotland. End of letter. So I'm going to put in the show notes um, the link to where you can submit public testimony. Um, I'm probably going to put this as a Google Doc so you got it. So I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. And um hope you guys got a lot out of it. And uh, peace out. Strategic messaging means that you are deciding what to say and when to say it. You are laying out the vernacular and the focus of the debate around medical cannabis. The average person has a very superficial understanding about medical cannabis. They're not thinking about all the nuances that your community is thinking about. The more unified we are in our messages, uh, the more likely we're going we're gonna to get the, the the media and elected officials to focus on the topics we want them to. The more people, no matter what walk of life or what age, ethnicity, having them say the same message over and over again, but from their perspective, shows that there is a consensus about how we move forward in medical marijuana. The first step in creating a strategic message is to know your audience. A lot of times, activists spend way too much of their time trying to convince the 20% to agree with us instead of focusing on getting the 80% to be active with us. Craft your messages so they're reaching out to people that you know already agree with you and you know are more likely to act. Medical cannabis supporters, people who have already come out with positive statements, so you're conveying to them a message that they already support, but now there's more for them to do. Put out messages that focus on the parallels between medical cannabis and other patient advocacy organizations. Within medical cannabis, there's an array of levels of support. While 80% of the nation does support this issue, the truth is about 2% have actually done something active or have really done something beyond uh, supporting it in conversation with their friends or, or when a pollster calls. The issues of medical cannabis can be broken down in, in lots of different perspectives, but it's important for you, uh, as you're talking to the media and elected officials, to know how you want them to, to view this issue. And the way that we frame our issue 
uh, can, can be as simple as vernacular. Use terms that are more healthcare oriented. It's going to sound more natural for someone who is a healthcare advocate. Those of us who are involved in this movement represent a minority. And so what we have to do through, our, through the framing of our message is try to include as many people as possible in that message. To try to get as many people to self-identify with our movement, even if they're not directly using medical cannabis themselves. Our opponents love to try to reframe this issue. When we first started Americans for Safe Access, their line was simple. Marijuana has no accepted value. We heard that message over and over again until uh, advocates started moving the conversation of medical cannabis away from simple law enforcement encounters and started having debates in public about how we get this medicine to patients. So our opponents could no longer use simple messages. Now what we hear from our opponents is that smoked marijuana has no accepted value or uh, that it shows some possibilities, but we really need to put this through FDA. Those are the messages of our opponents. And so it's important when we're framing our issues not to fall into a trap of responding to our opposition, using their terminology, uh, having a debate where they want to direct us. Instead, when you frame your, your message, you're setting the tone for debate. And the last part of strategic messaging is often the hardest for medical cannabis advocates. As you're developing your key messages, you have to share them with others. While getting behind one message may seem uh, like a daunting task for medical cannabis activists, there are actually some very simple tools you can use before a press conference or before a uh, hearing at your state legislature. Print up talking points. Have them ready. Uh, obviously, people don't, don't need to read, read the same points, um, but they personalize them. And it's, a, it's an easy way to get everyone speaking on the same messages, creating messages. The way that you're gonna go through this process is you're gonna first identify the problems. The city is banning dispensaries. The city is creating zoning restrictions. So just articulate what the problem is. Then articulate what the solution is, followed by what action people can take to help make that solution. And then once you have those three points on, then you can start creating your key messages or, or what you may call talking points. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for housing and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa Podcasts. You can also support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. If you are feeling extra generous, we have $5 and above tiers. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Sativa Podcast and click the send voice message button, and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at the phone number 617-466-9389. That is 617-466-9389, and I may just play it on a future episode. If you are in need of some good CBD products, you can also check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp products. You can check them out by checking out this link 
um, www.bit.ly slash 33FKRV9. And you can try the following coupon codes. Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, and 15% sign off CBD. And you can use those codes to get a discount on various CBD products on their website. And if you are looking to get inexpensive CBD flour delivered to your door quickly and cheaply in New England, check out bostonhempire.com, where you can get frequent sales on CBD flour and other products such as tinctures and edibles as well, too. Boston Hempire will get you cheap CBD flour delivered to your door in New England and the rest of the United States for a very, very good price. And I highly recommend their products too. Feel free to enter the URL HTTPS colon slash slash shop dot Boston dot com slash question mark REF equals D Scotland. Peace out and ciao.